listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. goes to Fantasia, episode 6, maybe episode 7, I don't know, it's been a busy busy couple of days. Uh, I am excited and privileged to talk to you today about Slumlord. Holy moly am I excited. This is so far my pick for favorite of the festival. Maybe that's going to last all the way to the end, who knows. I don't normally like calling it this early, but dang, this movie did so much right, um, I cannot wait to talk about it. So what is Slumlord? The big picture, um, Claire and Ryan, a couple, uh, Claire is pregnant, uh, their their marriage is on the rocks, they have bought, not a, bought a new home, but they're renting a new home, uh, and moving to try and save their marriage. In comes uh, Gerald, this creepy landlord guy uh, who rents them the new home that they're moving into, and um, everything goes thriller. I don't want to say too much more. It's a thriller. There's lots of twists and turns. Um, But uh, what does it do right? Holy moly, um, the core elements of a thriller, it does all of those great. So uh, the villain is spectacular spectacular this guy Neville Archambault holy moly this guy is so creepy they get such good close-ups of his face and his I I don't want to be so insulting to the guy but they did a spectacular makeup job on him with just very thinning hair bug eyes like this muscular twisted body every every part of this guy oozes creepiness he's wonderful the protagonists are excellent Claire and Ryan um they you know, there, a lot happens to them emotionally throughout this film, and even if the acting isn't always the best, you you definitely understand where these characters are coming from, and it's um, they're they're kind of believable. You know, in a lot of in a lot of situations, protagonists in a film will go and do stuff that just seems dumb, and you're like, "Come on, guys, why don't you just walk the fuck away?" And um, they, for the most part, they don't do that. There's a scene or two where they're a little dubious, but that's all right. I'll I'll talk about exactly what that is a little later. The setup for this movie is, uh, as a thriller, is spectacular. So they, the, the, there's nothing more complicated than these two people move into uh, a, a building that is owned by this incredibly creepy dude. That's the setup. There's no, you don't have to add too much more to it. And, and um, just with direction and just with focusing on what a treasure they have in their villain, they turn this into an incredibly, incredibly thrilling situation. And I think... The, the the way that they get it to work is just really really good foreplay. So I'm I'm gonna spoil a scene. It's not that big in the in the big in the grand scheme of things, but I watched this scene and I I, I immediately you know you are in good hands. So Claire and uh, Claire and Ryan have moved into their new home. They've started unpacking all their stuff. Uh, we've met we've met all three of the main characters. The slumlord is doing his creepy thing. They both go off to work one day and. Um, Gerald, the slumlord, creeps on into their house, walks around, and you, you're treated to the scene where all of the, like, all of this is shot from the hidden cameras that he has installed into their home. And so you're spying on the slumlord as he's creeping around their home, and he starts, like, rubbing his mouth on her, her toothbrush, and he's just, like, it's not, it's not sexual, but it's just he's getting so much pleasure from just befouling her toothbrush, you know? And then he just looks around, 
And he walks away. And that's the whole scene. But, but this did so much. It does so much to elevate the creepiness factor of this, of this film to, to such heights that the couple of missteps that they have, you're willing to look on past it. I want to also say, this is um, produced by the McManus brothers, who, whose names are probably not super familiar to you, but you might have heard of a film they did two years ago, maybe it was two, maybe three, called Funeral Kings, which um, me and Keith were flipping out over, because it was just such a treat. Uh, if you, and if you get the chance, holy crap, go see Funeral Kings, because that was a good movie. But um, they produced this film rather than directing like they did on Funeral Kings, and so it's uh, kind of exciting to have seen another great film from these guys and, and keep your eyes open for the McManus brothers going on in the future. So I'm, I'm going to do the, the spoiler warning right now just because I um, these are the spoilers yeah I want to I want to talk a little more freely and um, so I'm just going to go and do that now because we're, we're done. This is the spoiler section. So uh, not only does this movie set everything up well and then, and then build you up really good with these super creepy scenes with Gerald but then it it twists back and forth on you. So the protagonist, uh, I guess protagonist, the male side of the protagonist, Ryan, is having an affair, and he's just a shithead about it, and he's trying to break it off, and then the girl that he is having an affair with starts coming over to the house, and then Gerald, the creepy slumlord, is like, oh, I'm going to take advantage of this situation and lock some of these hot girls in my basement, and then things get really, really freaking dark. And and um, God, you know, there's a big spoil at the end, and I'm I'm just not gonna do it, even though this is the spoiler section because it's just so well done. Slumlord takes a lot of it takes a small number of pieces, it executes them fantastically, and um, I recommend Slumlord, and I'm going to be recommending it to everybody that I can talk to. Um, so if uh, I'm gonna end this, if you're in for a thrill ride, if you want to see the creepiest damn uh, villain you've seen in a very very long time, and you want to, you know, okay, I, I should I should. Make make a comment or two there's movies like this you're like kids don't go in the basement don't go in the basement the monsters in the basement they go in the basement well that that kind of a, a situation happens in this movie where they're the Ryan finds that there's a door in the house that he's renting from this guy he's told that it's a closet he opens it up and it's this creepy like hallway thing that goes to a crawl space kind of under the house with like a the hot water tank it's super super creepy and and there's a couple of things like that that they stumble onto as they're moving into this place that, that on the one hand, heighten the tension of the film, but on the other hand, if this, if this was me and I was bringing my pregnant wife into this place and I saw like a little, a little hole drilled into the, the corner of a room that she tells me she saw a fiber optic cable run into it, I would be like, no, we're getting the fuck out of this house right now. Cause, or I would be doing much more thorough investigations. And I guess, you know, you can make the argument they were busy moving and they're, they're dealing with the struggles in the relationship, I suppose. But these are like immediate threats to life and limb or something that you can't really look past. But, but honestly, and then, and then the acting, I'll go back to it. There's a scene where um, Claire finally confronts Ryan with the fact that she knows that he is having an affair. And this is like the hardest thing to do on screen and make it believable and good. And, and I don't know if it, if it 100% worked. But you know what? To their credit, that movie, that, that scene that could have been the climax of, a, of an emotional roller coaster is, is only a small, a small speed bump on the road that this film takes until it gets to the end. So if you're watching this movie and you're like, oh my God, John doesn't know what he's talking about. This, this thing is terrible. Just let it's okay. Let it go by. Let, let those scenes end and get into the real meat of this film, which is a fantastic thriller. And um, God, I'm just going to stop now because I, I hope you guys see it. I don't know what I'm going to talk about next, but um, there's plenty more coming up.
Hey guys, it's me again. Uh, just a quick reminder, 9to5.cc is a fan-made, fan-supported website. That means we don't have uh, any sort of an advertising budget. The only way we really have to get our name out there is by our fans uh, sharing us, liking us, and supporting us. So if you enjoy uh, what we're doing, um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're there. Uh, tell your friends that this podcast is happening, then it's a lot of fun. Uh, also, if you like what we're doing, we do have uh, a podcast for the rest of the year, John and I, uh, called 9to5 Entertainment System that we do with the other founders of the sites, uh, Scott and Sophie, and we also have another podcast that we do uh, through the rest of the year called uh, Go Plug Yourself for Myself and Walter J. Ling. Uh, talk to people that have interesting stuff coming up in Montreal. So, uh, once again, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, we're on both of them. Uh, if you see us at the festival, come say hey and uh, keep listening and keep enjoying the show. We're going to try to keep having episodes pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, Fantasia has been so great so far. So, uh, yeah, I'm done. Here we go. Thanks for listening. It's a 5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. <laughs>